Hello, I'm Rory Bond. You are listening to uh, He Put Ned Fed to Bed. Um, it's Capital One Cup midweek, so everyone's quite excited. Everyone's yeah. quite glued to their televisions. And, yeah, uh, go MK Dons. <laughs> I've got uh, Dan Burnett with me. Howdy. And I've got William Kajana. Hello. William Kajana, it's good to, uh, good to have you back. Thank you very much. You didn't actually go missing. It just I just feel that I haven't seen him for a while. Um, which brings us on to we did record a podcast. Uh, we recorded a podcast after Raheem Gate. After um, was it Raheem? That seems a while and ago. The international now. breaks was two weeks ago. It was a brilliant. It was a while ago. Good, yeah, it was a good podcast. Very good evening, and which you'll it. never hear. And it is now in the archives of time. It is. Is it not in the cloud it's or anywhere? Got, it's not in the. I did check. If, it, if, <laughs> I did if check. it was in the cloud, it would have been hacked and posted to TMZ. And it was going to say, and then <laughs> also it would have been in the same file as William Kajani's nudes, which I have. So. Uh, wow. So <laughs> guess I'm going to give you so, some uh, money during the week. So check your the latest issue fine. of the Daily Star. I'm, um, I'm in a great financial position. So I've got that's not true. William Kajani went to the bank the other day. Today, didn't you, Willing Kajani? is going to go bankrupt within the next four to six weeks. So if you do soon, we're, we are placing bets on it. I've got before Christmas. Uh, Dan, you think it's going to be a New Year's job, though, don't you? Yeah. And you, you think, to be Happy fair, New Year! Fair, <laughs> Dan may have lost a bit of the price, but that's six to five, I'll be going bankrupt before um, January 6th, 2015. Is looking pretty strong right now. So if you see William Kajani, for those of you who don't know William Kajani, um, 6'3", black, glasses, small afro, normally running, bit sweaty at times, backpack, uh, throw change at him, (laughs) that's fine, he'll appreciate it, or, um, you know. Towards him, not at him. (laughs) (laughs) Just people winding down (laughs) windows of the cars, throwing change at William Kajane. Um, So, opening question, well, it's a bit of an opening question, it's going to be, is the Capital One Cup relevant? Not f- relevant, is that a fair word? Yes. Relevant, we're going to use it all... Can I put a defence up first? I, I feel <laughs> okay. this will be shot up. I feel this will be shot down. I'm going to say yes. Um, everybody writes it off as um, this kind of thing that isn't, uh, isn't a real trophy, which is nonsense. Right? Until you're Aston Villa and get to the final. They're a massive club and they took it seriously. <laughs> and they got to the final. They always shoot down um, Birmingham for winning the Capital One Cup. I'm pretty sure. Was it 2008 they played you? Or 9? Who, Villa? Yeah. Uh, I think it was 2010. uh, Carling Cup, 2010. Mm. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, It wasn't wasn't a Mickey Mouse trophy then. But carry on, William. This is simply because it suffers in comparison to the FA Cup, um, which has been on some kind of regeneration in recent years. The media getting behind it, BBC getting behind it, fans getting behind it, everybody saying it's respect to the FA Cup. Nobody thinks it's okay. People continue not to. A lot of people will continue not to, but that's their life. Uh, Jose Mourinho. Okay. Um, but at the end of the day, um, it's, a re- it's a registered piece of silverware with, um, and, you know, with a history. It might not be a very illustrious history. At the end of the day, it's a trophy that counts. Get, go ask Swansea fans and go ask Bradford fans at the end of the day. If it matters to them, then it's relevant. Th- and yeah. And, you know, look at the clubs that have won it, Tottenham, um, Chelsea, I think once or twice, United, once or twice. Nobody sticks their nose up at, at silverware at the end of the day. Look at the issues we had with it for eight years. Mm-hmm. 
That's a very good point. Uh, Dan Burnett, you a Capital One Cup lover? Uh, I would have been if we'd beaten MK Dons. Oh. Uh, so now I've got to go with the whole... Because we're not in it, it's shit. Very good. That's but, a good. Um, nah. It's nice to see <laughs> rational opinions are donning the, I'm a plastic, the table today. Plastic fan. What does plastic fan mean? This gets knocked about. What's plastic? Johnny, you've raised your hand. You don't have to do that. No, I wanted to I've make... been telling him for 57 episodes. <laughs> it's don't just have to raise I'm your an, hand. I'm an interrupter. So. You are. Carry on. Um, a plastic fan. Um, I don't actually. I don't actually. No, but I'm going to presume that. <laughs> you think you know, so you, no, 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 I think it is literally somebody who wears a half and half um, scarf and or kit. And, or, or kits, that's a new trend this week. Um, and what happens is as soon as um, they don the material, um, the Medusa effect takes place and they begin to harden up until they have the uh, same kind of consistency as polyethylene and therefore they are the plastic. I, I mean, a half and half shirt, That them, they're not cheap, Man United shirts or Chelsea shirts or any replica shirt. No. So to cut one in half... Get another one, cut that in half to make one shirt. What I'm thinking about is, why would you do it for teams that, like, hate each other? I can understand no. the tourist this is, idea uh, of, like, you know... Half and half, because you get any game in the top division, and there's, so I don't understand at all. I, I, I can see, I can see sort of the FA Cup ones a bit... Because, you know, AFC Floyd are taking on Plymouth Argyle. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a huge trip for them. And, like, it, it's going to be good fun. You know, to play, to play in what's a fairly decent stadium in it, Home Park. It's all right. Yeah, um, so yeah, I, I, I understand there's a memento for them guys that will probably never see mm-hmm. that. And that's where it ends. Yeah, I don't, I don't um, understand after that. With, I, I just don't understand. I think with the half and half scars in why they're made... Um, it's because you can get you can make a decent amount of them. You know they sell. Yeah, so. um, but with but with this half and especially off. when they offer you coin tosses over where oh, you should no, buy them. Oh no, don't. Uh, bring back bad memories. We can talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> but, just, but there's plenty of Liverpool vehicle city ones. I, I just don't understand as to why ever you'd have the the shirt. Because it's not something that can be really carried off. I, I mean, and like, you have to go out of your way to make this. It's not. There was the woman at the game. I don't know if it was actually verified. It, it, it was in. It was Holland, so I don't Ho- care. Yeah, I don't know if it was verified with um, Holland Liverpool. How's that mixed together? I don't know. So, well, it was like then a 2005 the Liverpool shirt and a 2008 Hull shirt. I don't, I don't know. Oh, well, that's not a clash of colours at all. <laughs> I don't know where they sort of came from, these fans. I know the um, guy wearing the Man United Chelsea hybrid, if you like, was a sort of a. He was of Far Eastern descent. But um, I don't understand. In what culture is it okay? Premier League, mate, gone to shit. Is it okay to... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even the idea of just wearing two different... No, I just don't know. If oh, upset. It... Let's not talk about it. Yeah, can we move just, on? Um, let's get rid of them. They're killing the game. Yeah, A lot of people say yeah, that they're killing, one... they're killing the game. Capital One Cup. <laughs> Shit. They're not... Oh, yeah, Capital One <laughs> Cup. Um, 
It does. Yeah. I do say, yeah. Plus, it's at the weekend, which is always nice. At the end of the day, for the large majority of English fans... At the end of the day. It... No, seriously, it's got a lot of pulling power and it's a lot of nostalgia and magic. And there is. You know, they brought the draw back and all that, you know, even though they did it behind bulletproof glass. <laughs> 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 Which is good because if Mark Chapman died, I think I would commit. But. I say, I, I did watch the first round draw yesterday. It was, really? Yeah. Well, it, didn't a fan do it, didn't they? No, it was um, Phil Neville and. Mark Chapman it, and a lady. It was a female coach who sort of won some uh, kind of award oh, right. in the FA, which and they had. Um, but oh. that is just so good to see it back on the BBC. Yeah. Like if that was Adrian Charles at St George's Park, talking about how the draw would feature teams from the don't, ninth don't, tier of division don't, football. Don't do that, Clint. Why? <laughs> right, everybody from Weekly um, <laughs> Extra. I'm so sorry you put you through that. My apologies. Good pick I've done worse. My apologies, Mr. <laughs> to all of you who were kind enough to write us questions three weeks ago. <laughs> three questions that we did answer. Yeah. But it just—it's just gone in the air. Marja. Um, can we talk about poorly run clubs? <laughs> what we what a like tra- <laughs> nice transition. This comes after that mental person that's in charge of Leeds sacked another person after 33 days. Oh, yes. Um, so we want to talk about poorly run clubs, of which there are many. Yes, there are many. Um, but thinking, especially of two, thinking of Leeds, obviously, and there's no excuses for Leeds. The guy's got plenty of money. Um, he's got more than enough... Um, yeah, he should have enough experience running clubs, although, to be fair, he ran... Who, who, who is the guy? Who's... Massimo Cellino, who, to be fair, ran Cagliari, I hope I've pronounced that right, as e- easily as badly as he's running these right oh, now. Oh, really? Then, in terms of others, there's... Um... Mike Ashley. Yeah, Mike Ashley. Oh, I forgot about Mike Ashley. There's Mike Ashley, who's the Newcastle Rangers thing, and he's at an interesting turning point, because he gave Rangers two million and they accepted it. Isn't, kind of... isn't he now the... Man of Rangers, I'm not it, sure. Yeah, it's weird. He seems to have done this half time. I think he's yeah. their godfather. Um, so there's that. Kenny Miller had to kiss his ring as he went into eyebrows. There's Bolton, let's not forget Bolton. Um, I think Neil Lennon. Black, Blackpool are also in a bad way, aren't Bolton, they? Bolton, Blackpool. Uh, I mean, Black. I've heard some awful stories about Blackpool. Apparently, you know, the, the basic construction wasn't even done. Oh, really? And, like, they. I don't know if it's a, was it one season in the Premier League. Yeah, it was one season in the Premier League. And yeah, they didn't even get basic construction work done. Um, and then they they missed out because they went down and they, but they got in the playoffs, didn't they? They did. They lost to um, West Ham. Yeah. So and that was sort of their chance. And so now they're looking a bit relegation candidates. Yeah, there's. I think they're dead sets to go down to League One. Mm. Um. There's, there is there's, Birmingham there's, as well. Birmingham, we lost eight now, but their owner was in jail for yeah. <laughs> large parts of his reign, which you know is always helpful. I was going to say that's not good, is it? Mm. It's the one thing you have to not do: go mm. to prison. Um, and then we can talk about Premier League poorly run clubs, which are. Um. Hmm. The majority. QPR, especially. Is it, is it poorly run? I don't yeah, think I it just, is. They're just playing crap. <laughs> no. You know, I mean, what's their, what's their owner's name called again? I'll Tony Fernandez. Yeah, he seems to sort of have 
a passion for the for the game. He's not one of those. He does, he's he's not one good. of those owners just sort of sit back and let let it happen. He actually does have. But a shouldn't, shouldn't owners step back and let it happen? Because well, no, that, that have, was the problem with Chile, not, but not the same. Didn't he? Didn't he force a substitution in a game? Um, Leeds man. Yeah, didn't he? Did That's, yeah. It's a fine balance. I think at the end of the day, it's about decision making. Running. If you take um, the football clubs as businesses, you know. So if you want to say against modern football, cry, go do that. Um, but looking at the football clubs as business, it's about making smart decisions. Sometimes mm-hmm. executives have to sit at the top. Sometimes political leads have to sit back and with football clubs it can be about having the right presence look at um, John John Henry's regeneration of you mm-hmm. from the Hicks and Gillette days and Hicks yeah. and Gillette's meddling but, it, it, but look at Silent Stan it, what, the AGM was the first time I think he'd spoke to human beings since he became <laughs> anything to do with our board um, yeah it is, it is a fine balance running, running a Premier League football club because on the one hand I mean, Villa fans can testify for that. For three years, they had Randy Lerner putting everything into it, saying nothing, turning it to the match, never made anything, let Martin O'Neill have it. Then then that ended. He got little for... Well, he got no return, really. I think he put £120 million in over three seasons. got £40 million back. This is just in transfers mm. and, and sixth place, which a lot of Villa fans had ripped their, their arm off for now yeah. to be competing at that that stage. Yeah. Because I think a couple of them seasons they were looking like Champions League candidates. Yeah, there's that. Then, I mean, if you talk about the Premier League football club, I mean, Dan, I don't know what your exact position is on the Glaciers, but I know that they infuriate <laughs> an awful lot of the United Court. And then there's every single time Spurs get into difficulty, they turn against Levy. And if not, then yeah, they turn against... Yeah, a lot of managers. I don't know what it is with his manager thing, but... Their positions with him, I think, because they were having a discussion about this on Football Weekly, and somebody, you know, I think it's no worse than six since he actually came back. Hmm. Do you think they're bad? Do you, do you think they're poor owners? Who, the Glazers? Um, you know, I've always sort of been on the fence. I don't know where to sit with the Glazers. You know, they they came in in 2006, 2005, something like that. And sort of the one big thing that Sort of as soon as they came in, it was always a case of when Ronaldo was leaving and how much he was going to be bought for, and they were just sort of cashing in. If that makes sense, and but that they didn't. They, did, they didn't buy the club. They bought the club on the club's own money or something. It's not well, so. It was they've put nothing into it? They bought it on borrowed money, and then it it they bought, cost something every been, day. Yeah, they have to pay. I don't, I don't, there's loads of debt on the club, isn't there? Yeah, but it's debt that being. One of the biggest clubs in the world, we make back through. I know, but it's, it's still debt that shouldn't just, be there because it's. Well, every Premier League team has debt of some kind. We have a lot more than the rest. But I know, but it's not. It's not Man United debt. It's Glazer debt, and there's no reason for it to be there. Let's well, say I don't really know enough about it to be honest. Oh, uh, that would be my concern mm. for that. With with the whole QPR thing as well, I think. Fernandez is a good guy with good ideals, but um, that club's not in a healthy state financially. Remember, it was only a couple of months or so back we heard the story if they got relegated, they'd have to go all the way down to League Two because that's how bad a state 
the finances are. And it is, is about, it, is and that, well, it depends on. Is what, that them spending too much? Is that a financial fair play thing? Interpret run. I interpret run as from the owner down to, I'd say, management and the policies the club employs. Right. Oh, okay. In which case, I don't think QPR is well run at all. But they did beat Villa yesterday. They did beat Villa yesterday. So and Villa were very, very bad. <laughs> every cloud. Now I think I think it is such a hard thing to do because I think every owner. I mean, what do you want them to? You want them to give the manager time, but equally make decisions. Then you want them to be there, but not be too there. Mm. And then you want them to have it affordable, but then you want them to buy class players. Yeah, it's because so it's a really. There's got to be a balance, I think, and it's, it's just. A lot of football fans don't understand the nuances behind the finance of the game. For instance, um, cash budgets. This always happens with Arsenal. Mm. We have X amount of cash, so we should go get Bender, Kadira, Royce, yeah. Cavani, and be done with it and win the league. And we'd go invincible every season. And, yeah, <laughs> days. And it's not actually like that. But we get angry because of the fact that we know, thanks to the club accounts, that we are... a large profit-making business with yeah. a large amount of capital. So we actually know, and we consider that to be poor ownership because nobody changes anything, nobody talks. That is, but then, yeah, I do see. But then on the other side, there's you could be Man City and oh, you can pay £50 million financial fair play, or you could be, you know, um, <clears throat> a Leeds of old who's got no money. or So it's, it is tricky. Like, are you better off knowing that there's loads of money, but then upset because it's really expensive, and no no players are being bought? They are now um, to an extent. Well, because it doesn't matter if they got you. You can't go around cheering because you've got a load of reserved cash. No, we can't. I mean, we tend to be more upset not because of the fact because it's not that we don't spend at all. No, that's but, been proven. But the problem is, is that um, we get mad because nothing ever changes. So we've been doing the same thing for 10 years. When Wenger came into football, it was revolutionary, but also football in England was really prehistoric. Mm. Like, guys would go out like and do fireside lifestyle for actual professional football games. It's, now it's different, and we don't do like the basic standards of video technology. Is that true? We it's talked about this on the podcast never, that never is. Is we've not truly never ever done it, but we really don't do anything compared to say what Guardiola or something would do. Yeah. Or even or an Ancelotti. And there's no flexibility. But but with John but with John Henry, when he came in, he went and he worked with Brendan. Brendan mm-hmm. told him, I want this and this and John Henry said, Well yeah, I'd support you in that aim, let's have an aim, let's have a vision. And yeah. in the end, while not all of Roger's signings worked out, the ethos he had at the club, and there were lots of other decisions that he made, mm. and he had that whole freedom to... I was going to say, it seems, he has been given... You can say what you want about John Henry, and you can say, but a lot of money's been gone Brendan's way, hasn't mm. it? I know a lot of money came back, but the, no, there was no pressure on any signings, you're led to believe. Yeah. So, I think that's good in a way, but then he looks at it like every sponsorship opportunity... He's, he's sold, so it's, it's Which is how choice. it should be. Manchester United are going to sell space at the back of their shirts, and like, why aren't other teams doing that? Because they are not... Everybody has a look at it like they're the only club in England marketable enough to do that. Are they? Fuck. There are like six or seven teams that could market more than they do. 
everybody's flying everywhere. Like Blackburn went to Hong Kong once on like a pre-season tour. It's not like oh yeah, Benkies. Yeah, it's not like it can't be done. And if you talk about run run costs as well, you know, um, we're not the only big club where we were run dubiously. Um, Madrid. They're run scandalously. And, that, and the thing madness. about it is, you can say all you like. They've got the Glazer issue, but it's all on the Spanish national debt. Spain pays for Real Madrid. Uh, to Spain earns so much from Real Madrid as well. They do, but but that goes essentially back into Madrid rather than the kind of two-way cycle. Yeah, no, I thought you mean. They take out giant loans for players and then spend it on Bale and Rodriguez and that. It's a bit... It's a bit screwed <laughs> Barcelona as well, like, not perfect in this. And then you had Valencia. Barcelona, don't have quite a lot of money issues. Quite a lot of money issues. And because the thing is, in Spain, it really is political there. Like, it's a politician's job being the president. And you have a lot of effect. Like, um, for instance, the decision to jump Rijkaard and go with Guardiola was taken by Yon the Porter. That right. kind of thing. But it's an economy thing as well. And we have to remember that with some lower league clubs. I don't think it means that you can forgive the likes of Cellini, Chiellini, Marston Chiellini, I think in these name is, or Young, or yeah, any of the other guys. Um, there's a whole to- there's a whole host of badly run clubs I can name. It's hurting the game. Yes. Um, shall we roll on to our classico? Yes. Did you? Did you? I didn't miss. I missed it. I just heard about it. I, I know Suarez it. got an assist. Was working. I feel bad because I've I've done nothing but ramble on about how bad like the clubs are, and I'm the only one who watched it. <laughs> Go on, talk us through it. Um, Barcelona started really well. Suarez looked very lively. He looked a lot fitter than you'd have expected. Well, wasn't Spanish papers calling him like fat? Is this true? Also, on Suarez, did you uh, read they, the interview in the Guardian? I did. Oh, I saw that was the worst I interview I've ever seen. The guy just left. He just left. Did you read it in print version, or I, did you get quotes from it? I watched the video of it. The, the guy uh, was doing keepy uppies with Suarez. Yeah, I, I read the print version, which was a pullout in the Saturday's Guardian. Yeah. <sighs> in pitch black at Dawlish Station waiting to go to Liverpool and I was like oh I miss this guy because it was his face and I shed tears and tears dropped onto the page and I just sort of I went to kiss it but then like the train pulled in and people giving me funny looks so um, yeah I read it and it's it's about how about four columns of oh Suarez oh I shouldn't have bitten blah 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 got into this wanted to talk about and it's just like oh Suarez he's going now Luis Suarez doesn't wait for anything left his mic on both of them were really really Strange interviews. There was no, there was no. I saw the video and there was no structure at all to it. It was almost. It, it as if read like, like there was no structure. It, it was one of those like ambushes, like like a political thing, you know, with Michael Didn't, Crick yeah. ambushed Godfrey Bloom. It's. In the UK. <laughs> it was almost as if the, Gu- the Guardian guy had just waited. Who, like, who was it from the Guardian? I don't know. It doesn't look like he's ever played football before. That's fine. That doesn't matter. But the actual interview, it was sort of like. It was sort of this guy's coming back from football. And it started off with let's talk about the bite, let's talk about racism, let's talk. Luis Suarez must have been quizzed on these all thing, and then he did say like in the because it went from like a column to him saying oh Luis Suarez has left the interview, like with his agent, and he's talking to his agent, and he weren't happy that they've talked about it. But I think thirty eight thousand times is what Luis Suarez said, 
and it was like oh, I was going to talk to him about that Norwich goal, you know, blah blah blah, his wife, and it just it just ended. And then I think today's and yesterday's and today's were just extracts from the new book. So it was it was a mad thing. It was it was just so poorly run because in the video it goes it's just sort of doing a few keepy up. He's having a casual chat with him and then all of a sudden he's like sort of seeing the goal over they're on like the training um one of their training where, where is this in barcelona yeah i'm pretty sure it was and he's just he's mm. just seen like the goal net over his shoulder he's just like turned volleyed it in and as far as just said uh, just sort of like well, why is he doing that he's supposed to be interviewing me not having like shots at an open goal but this ain't crossbar challenge or anything i was gonna say it, it, it just it looked like, like a child done it and like he just got yeah. Louis Suarez. He's just got a ball there. He's like, oh, Suarez, watch this. Mm, you know, yeah. he's trying to impress him. Suarez that... is English, he's not... <laughs> yeah, he didn't speak English for any of that. Did he not? In the, um, interview, no, not in a video that I saw. Uh, and he's just sort of like, even in when he's answering the questions, he, he's like, although, like I said, he's probably answered them about God knows how many times already, he just doesn't look interested. He cannot be asked at all. And No, but it's because... How would I if I if I was to interview Luis Suarez, it'd be different because I don't I don't care about like him biting people, because um, I'd be like oh that that Norwich goal that was good weren't it oh that that kite assist that was good and then I'd sort of butt butter it away and oh but that shouldn't have called Ivanovic a Negro should you shouldn't Ivan- have done that. Not Ivanovic, Evra, sorry. <laughs> sorry, you've offended yeah. so many people. Cheerleading me, <laughs> Evra, Ivanovic. Mm. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Evra, he shouldn't have done that. And he would have been like, yeah, I shouldn't And he, he was he just saying uh, it was my word against his. And he seemed like... It literally, you know, looked, he look, it literally looked as though he's reading off a script because he said it but so he many times. But he must have just been... But he is right. There was, no, there was no sort of evidence. But equally, when you're dealing with racism, just play guilty and, you know, you... You're at t- it was probably handled poorly. But, but um, nah, shit interview aside. And then he you know, just like didn't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. He literally took his ball and went home. <laughs> it was that bad. <laughs> like, even when they walk away, there's a, in the video where the Suarez and his agent is walking away, he's still there kicking the ball about. I'm like, you're paid. To go over, I'd visit, interview a world-class player, and you're ab- oh my god! I don't, I don't Kajana, you know more about journalism. Is that how you do? No, it's not. It's just, it, I just, it's not because it, it was literally, it was first line. Very much Let's talk. No, it, it thought it was like oh his wife, and then it was just like the wife and the bite, the wife and the the racism, the white and the second bite, <laughs> and the third bite. Sorry, I forgot about the Ajax bite. Uh, like, what's going on here? It, I, I don't know. It, it read like a. It looked like a. It, it video. The video looked like a street ambush. <laughs> where, like, like they were waiting outside um, a politician's home, and he was in a court case, and he was just trying to look the part. You know, it was almost as if he was trying to do something, be somewhere he wasn't meant to be. Yeah. And then, you know, he, he blew his big chance. It was like faking it. It felt like you Ross know, Kemp on gangs for yeah. a bit. <laughs> yeah. And he, and he, yeah, and he... Suarez is just part of this Spanish, like, guerrilla cult or something. I don't know. And then... <laughs> a bit soprano is about it. Just like, <laughs> see Suarez yeah. in a big SUV with his Adidas track top on. Um, yeah. And then he just it's... sort of 
Wes. Oh, that was brilliant. Bless her. Please. So, El Clasico, shall we? I want to talk Premier League, so do you want to just finish up El Clasico? Uh, okay. Two very team, very good teams played football. Okay, um, two very good teams played football. One should have taken a stronger foothold than the team, that was Barcelona, but it didn't. Messi was the point. You can say that Casillas made a great save and he deserves credit, but Messi missed a point blank sitter. Oh, really? Um, his finishing has been a bit of a concern for the those who really watch him closely. Yeah, he cost me 500 quid the other week. Well, he didn't. He cost you... How much did you bet? About three quid. So he cost you three quid. But, but no, hear me out. I so he cost a, you I the potential of £500, but he cost you £3. <laughs> Alright, if you'll think of it like that. I had a five-fold on teams to win both halves. Southampton, obviously, went and beat Stoke 8-0. Well done, Rangers, who went and beat someone 6-0. Well done, Rangers. I had Preston, who won... 1-0 both halves okay. it was a ballsy bet bumped it up a bit uh, I had Real Madrid they beat someone 5-0 and then all I needed it might have been something like that uh-huh. and then I, all I needed that night was Barcelona to beat Ibar oh, a team who before putting on that bet I'd never heard of before I'm thinking yeah they'll absolutely dick them you know Neymar's on a decent run of form but no oh my oh. god neither of them him, him and Messi couldn't have it a barn door with a machine gun. I think they should refund your bet. They like should. The, uh, the William Hill didn't. Players, did. I took it into him and was like, have a look at this. So close, yeah. Did you actually? No. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, and the guy's just saying. Mm. Well, shame that. Yeah. 500 quid would have been worth it up. Okay, so. Yeah. Basically, that thank, thank you for your betting. Sorry, story. I went on a bit of a tangent there. My bad. Okay, so Barcelona started well. They did twi- They went into a 1 0 lead quickly. Wonderful passion of Suarez. Excellent from Neymar. Messi misses that chance, and from then on, Real Madrid get into overdrive, and from then it is domination. They, I know what that that's like. I'm still hurt. They should win <laughs> more comfortably. Bravo makes some brilliant saves. PK defends very poorly. He's looking on the way now. Um, so does that mean he's going to join us? <laughs> going to join that lad and play for Stoke. I'm hoping it means. I'm hoping it means he joins us. Um, PK gives away a penalty. Um, he was off the pace all night. Mascherano wasn't up to it at centre back. We, we keep um, Enrique got it badly wrong. Matthew was not up comfortable at left back. Not in this game. Other games he can do it, but that Barcelona defence isn't geared to defend at pace. Why did they not play Jordi Alba? Um, I think there was worries Tired. about. <laughs> I think there was worries about him actually being exposed. On the left, but at the end that just happened with Mathieu. Um, Busquets was off form, had a poor game, so was Iniesta, and Madrid was just awesome. Um, Modric didn't misplace a pass, literally, he did not misplace one pass. Isco was brilliant, which is fantastic to see because um, they've given up on him at one point in terms of playing time. Uh, Hammer stepped up to the plate a bit more, and it was very good performance. Like, going to take a hell of a lot of stopping Madrid but I also think that Barcelona will go back and sort themselves out and if they can then Was that not the first three goals they've conceded we this season? Them, we'll league. play them again next week Oh dear I know I'm really not looking forward you to it You might want to play ten at the back I might just uh, yeah I might go to work or something go for a walk do What do have... people who don't like football do? Um, if you could put your suggestions in I don't know why you'd be listening to this just what to uh, do next next Tuesday evening Go write, to a nice Write a rest. book I might go to a nice restaurant. Go to a nice write, restaurant. Write your autobiography. I was thinking of packing my job in and going on just all the trains, just doing like a tour of Britain on trains, like taking out an overdraft a bit bigger. And <laughs> I'll just... tell you what, we'll take out 
if I, get, if I can get some saved and then just go in, I'm just like getting like a film, just a graduate who's learned that he can't do anything with his degree. Mm-hmm. Just be like, oh, just follow me around. We'll just go to like, oh, this is the, you know, get some David Attenborough voiceover. We're on the Plymouth to Aberdeen. It's quite crowded and you've chose to sat next to some children. <laughs> What's it going to be like? Rory's just paid £4 for a beer. I'd watch that. I'd see. I know. I know. See, you've got a target there's some, there's some lad that's just like bought out a book about like um, going to every underground station. I could do that just with proper trains. <laughs> that's good, isn't it? Anyway, let's get on to the Premier League um, where West Ham won. Um, Stoke mm-hmm. didn't. And Sunderland still are a team. Which is good. I thought they would have just folded. <laughs> <laughs> Out of shame. Um, yes, William Kajani, shall we start with your team? Who, who, uh, who played away at Sunderland and Sunderland scored both your goals. Um, well then, um, Sunderland. We, we are frauds. You are, we, you are menaces. We, we, are, we are the hustle of football teams. Actually, no, no we're not that. We're the, we're the crime watch of football teams. We, ter- we turn up... You're not. Have you watched that show on Channel 5? And it's like bailiffs. And it's just like... Um, it's not bailiffs. What are they called? The high court people. Mm. They can just go and there's like there's a family of like 19 like people living in one house. And it's like, oh, you've got to go. You've got to go within two hours. It's like picking up all their shit. That's you. That's Arsenal. Yeah, um, but... How do we should? I don't know how we won that. Well, we won that game in midweek by scoring more goals in the opposition, which is traditionally how games of association football are won. Um, and then we did the same thing on Sunday, on Saturday, despite being, you know, we we were close to being as bad as we were against Anderlecht. Oh, oh yeah, you. I forgot we about were, that. We were just. I, I watched the last four minutes of that. Best four minutes. We were just absolutely. We were just very poor. I and mean, the thing is, Sanchez is a one-man team machine. But uh, Santi Cazorla has a golden chance. He's not taken, um, and he was really, really poor. We've got um, a comical defending situation that kept a clean sheet. That kept a clean sheet, which only serves. That's uh, that's worrying for you guys, Sunderland. Right? That, that's worrying. Okay, you sh- you should do better than that. Um, should we? T- I mean, the highlight of the weekend, arguably, is West Ham beating Manchester City, the champions. And also, who did yeah, who scored West Ham's first goal? Uh, Malpitano. Did he mean to go into the Man City fans? No, was it not the guy who set him up, Valencia or Sacco, who went to square the ball across and he inadvertently ran into the crowd? No, when Al, what was his name? Amalfitano. Amalfitano scored. His celebration, he he jumped into the Man City fans. Did he? Yeah. And they were, like, all angry. And I don't don't know if he thought, oh, these these aren't West Ham fans here. Did he, like, realise... Watch it. Like, I don't know if if he's meant to... Because if he's meant to do that, that's quite a ballsy celebration, and I'm guessing that's a bookable offence. If he's meant to, then yeah... But, but it, it does. It does. It looks still, like it's an accident. He's gone. I mean, in, you've got to realise that these guys aren't embracing him. They're trying to hit him. I mean, yeah. and he gets out of there. You, you, I mean, you've got to say he was at West. He was at West Brom last year. Maybe he thinks he's still there. Possibly. And that is not where the away fans sit at the Hawthorns. Maybe that is where. That's the, true. He's thinking. He was looking at these guys in blue, and he was like, "Yeah, no, that's that's possible theory." My West Brom fans have travelled the length from Bradford the country to see me. <laughs> to watch him. Yeah, <laughs> to just forty-five kick off with two different teams. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Makes but sense. no, West Ham looking looking strong. They are looking, looking very looking good. strong, and they've won five games. I saw I saw a comment. Uh, 
which made me chuckle. If only Sam Allardyce had discovered attacking football 15 years ago. I was going to say. Look at where, where he'd be now. Where would he have been? It turns out the Man City, the West Ham fans were right. You know, <laughs> he gave a wonderful interview to, I think it was the... Is this when Russell Brand Times. system? No. no. That made me laugh. I like Russell Brand. It was the Times. Um, and he basically said, um, long story short, because we haven't got much time, um, there are managers like me, um, the likes of Jose, yes, loser. loser. Um, <laughs> Jose on the UEFA shortlist, no, is it FIFA, UEFA? Yeah, there's um, managers like me, Jose, I think he might have mentioned Angelotti in that, who can change tactics and change approaches and change the quality of the opposition. Then there's managers like Arsene and Manuel, who don't even in Europe. And he then said, and then actually he went and he beat them. Pellegrini obviously and I think um, I've got to give him credit not for the way he acted in that interview but for the fact that a guy who has played and I made no apology for saying some of the most repugnant repugnant football I've seen like in like in all football I've watched for like I think consistently the last 10 years Mm -hmm. has actually suddenly changed and he's playing some of the best football in the Premier League and it's still it's got his hallmark all over it the kind of Hard edge, the, the the direct running, the kind of bold, brash nature yeah. about it, and you know it's his. Football he's he's Sam Allardyce, a good manager. Oh, he's a good manager. Yeah. Will he ever get a bigger job than West Ham? I think if he has a good season this year, he's, he's in then, what I yeah. call the Steve Bruce conundrum. Okay, and that elaborate. Is that Steve Bruce will never manage a bigger club than the ones he's managed, which are Wigan, no. Birmingham City, Sunderland, and Wigan again. Yep, he's stuck there. I think, so I think he's Sam, in that conundrum. Sam's name has more pulling power, and you have to remember he has. Um, Did you ever think you'd ever say that Sam Allardyce's name has pulling power? These are the the, the times. They are a change. <laughs> they really are. Yeah, they, these are they strange. Really are. These are strange times. Right? Um, Freaky stuff. We'll, we'll move on. We're going to go a bit quicker. Um, to Man United one, Hull, uh, Hull, Chelsea one. I also missed that Chelsea. game. Thanks. Did work. you also just start? Oh, I, I saw. I saw job. like. I finished work I missed the first half anyway I saw like 10-15 minutes on a dodgy internet stream where it looked like we were playing appallingly yep. missed the last 25 half an hour because bloody internet went well you got a point and yeah I got a score update and I went ballistic then I realised we just drew at home to a team who this time a couple of years ago we would want to beat mm. How the times they have a change. <laughs> yeah, they really have. And but there's no shame. No, um, like, drawing to what looks in, like in can be the champions. I think it was a good result. In fact, I, I was expecting to get beaten three, maybe even four one, but no Costa. They didn't have that sort of cutting edge no, yeah. up front. A lot of David De Gea did very that. well. Again, um, Juan Mata, who as did, as did Courtois. As did yeah. Courtois. Um, Southampton, um, second in the Premier League, 1-0 win at Stoke. No. Same place as they were last year, was it not? And then how they... Second? They were third or fourth. I know, oh, I know that they started they're, they're in the same position as they were last season. But everyone, everyone thought a lot of people about... were going on about Southampton going down this season. Oh, yeah, I suppose. But Ronald, was... Ronald coming as wet wonders. That was always stupid, because people generally... It was madness. Didn't that. you say they finished 20th, Will? 
No, I didn't. Did, you, did he say that? I'm pretty sure he did. I think, I did, I, I definitely, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I well, I thought Burnley would be fine, and Burnley haven't won in nine, no, so I know nothing about anything. Mm. No, I, I said Leicester would go down. No, because actually, well, Leicester I, are I, know, their I know the teams I picked to go down, Brom, Villa, QPR. I said Brom, mm. Villa and Leicester. I, did, I didn't say Leicester. But I for, some, for some reason, I figured that QPR would have a successful season. How I think we, yeah, wrong we were deluded by that. But they did beat Villa, who hopefully <laughs> will go down. Um, and quick, quick fact: uh, in the time that Villa haven't scored a goal, Leeds and uh, was it Watford have had five different managers between yeah. them. Yeah, like that. <laughs> uh, that made me laugh. When was the last um, time Villa scored? I saw I saw a little infographic if that's what they're called nowadays 531 minutes ago which really? is essentially five count my fingers six games oh my which days. is pretty oh shite for the fourth biggest club in the world fourth biggest club in the universe <laughs> there's teams on Mars that are looking down in the Midlands Thinking, going, why can't Hello. we be like why Villa? can't we be like that who are wearing sort of Claris and blue strips um, William Kajani, nine games in, quarter of the way through. Is it a fair time to judge the table? What's going to change? What's going to not change? I don't think Southampton will finish second. I think no you can disrespect judge to teams, but I don't think you can judge the table because mm-hmm. there's too many teams far too tightly. Well, back. we can judge teams. We can do this really quickly. Um, Liverpool, bad. Man United, bad. Everton could do better. Arsenal, not great, but a fifth. But no, this is going well. Don't, 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 don't play. Don't um, please, don't, um, what is it, flatter us with that. That's, that's fifth, fourth, I mean, you've three, three wins, five draws and a loss. We've been very bad. Well, and you have, have conceded have only ball. 11. Only. only. 11. Well, you should. Well, that's, that's, that's a fairly positive number looking at this table. Man City Swansea conceded have, Only Swansea, Chelsea and Southampton have conceded less than you. And Stoke, actually. Wow, many have Stoke conceded. Where are Stoke on the table? Stoke are currently 12th. But they've only scored 8. Stoke are 12th. Who said that Stoke were going to finish 8th? Me. Me. Bojan has not found his feet yet, and that's (laughs) so upsetting, because Mame Biramdouf has become the guy. Charlie Adam is a twat still, I hold my... I agree. Opinion on that. Uh, Newcastle United, <laughs> 14. <laughs> Things aren't looking too bad. Two wins now. Could and should be lower. Possibly. Um, and Chelsea still looking on on form for this this year championship, which makes me sad. Swansea sick. Very well done. Well done, Gary Monk. I don't quite how know how they've managed that, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Not sure. Yeah, I don't know how to say this, Swansea, but uh, well done. Well done, Swansea. Um, well, that's good. Well done, guys. Um, one team I'd mark up for improvement are Leicester, um, who haven't really gotten um, no, the points. The, the whole 5 3 went to their head and they haven't played well since. That their performances deserved. Um, they did lose Swansea two points. As well, who, but Boney is beginning to find form to accompany that of um, Gilfie Sigurdsson, um, finally, and they can kick on. And do quite well for themselves. Yeah, and Matt, no, 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 gone. And Man United in eighth. Dan, are you going to finish much higher? Yeah. Do you reckon? Yeah, I think what we've got going on at the minute is, you know, we've still got players out injured. Although they're not first team starters, it does give a little bit of depth to the squad. Um, Falcao hasn't 
played a full 90 minutes, I don't think, yet. I mean, he's got some sort of injury at the minute. I have no idea what it is. When I saw that, when I realised that he wasn't even in the squad for the Chelsea game, I was a little bit concerned that Brom Van Persie wouldn't do it, the job again. And from what I've heard, he didn't. But obviously he's got the equaliser right at the end, so I can't really fault him too much. Although we did get lucky, I don't think it was a sending off for Ivanovic. Mm, yeah, no, I, I do. I agree with you to an extent. I'm there. talking about this purely on what I've seen on match of the day too. So, um, and William Kajani, Hull City at last, the big one. What, what have you made of their very impressive progress? Very impressed. Um, now defensively more solid, um, but carrying a good, some good players are playing for Hull. Um, they have got. It's interesting players. actually because there was that Monday night fixture which nobody gave much hope to. Um, the first time that West Ham had signed a bunch of new players, and the first time that Hull was the first Oh, was this the 2 2 at the KC? 2 2. Both teams have really gone on and played as they did there. Hull should have more points. Um, they should. They should. But yeah, a lot, lot of draws. But when they nice. get the opportunities, they'll pick up. And if they defend like they did against um, us and Liverpool, then they'll defend out well. wins. And they were. They've been very good. And they, did, they didn't have much threat. I don't want to get on the Balotelli. Dislike bandwagon, which seems to be the scapegoat of of the whole um, Liverpool season, but no, they handled him quite well, what they could. So I think no, you'll see Hull begin to win a lot of games, um, and I think um, I think they can go top half, say if they keep that form up. Yeah, that's a fair, a fair analysis of the table at this point. I'd be looking for um, a cup run from either one of them or West Ham, though. That would be what I'd be looking for. I think that's what they'll, they'll be looking for. I mean, Hull obviously are probably disappointed to not be going in through in the Europa League. Mm. But it might be a blessing in the skies. And just looking at Spurs in 11th, they just really haven't... I mean, at home especially. Newcastle, is, West Brom, Liverpool Spurs at home. They get forced into playing these very narrow games where everything tries to go through the middle and invariably this is where um, a lack of creative players apart from let's say Lamella and Ericsson really shows up they've got big kind of burly types who aren't really suited to playing um, who aren't really suited to playing football or anything other than pace and when teams even like Newcastle and West Brom forced to go through the middle it becomes very difficult for them um, with just Lamella and Eriksen and Lamella constantly coming in from right to left, which I don't know what I don't I don't know what that's about. But his Europa League goals made a lot of great vibes. I was I was going to say that game against Astas Tripolis rejuvenated, albeit probably temporarily, my interest in the Europa League. It didn't do it for me, Dan. It, 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 it was. Entertain- the entertainment value. Just everything about that game, the fact that oh, Lamella's goal was brilliant, Harry Kane, you know, scoring a hat trick, then thinking he can like do anything, goes in goal, concedes one of the worst free kicks yeah. I've oh, ever seen. Like Will you would have saved that comfortably and then booted up the I've seen Will score. play five side he's quite the athlete shall we talk about I mean just to finish off on standout Premier League players so far this is nine games in who are we thinking oh they're looking alright I think Sado Berahina West Brom yeah I was going to say um, I can't for the life of me remember his first name but Tadic 
Dusan Tadic. Yeah, for Southampton, he's been brilliant. In that 8-0 game against uh, Sunderland, yeah, he was set up four, scored one himself. Uh, he's been looking very good. Um, and uh, Saka um, at West Ham. No, um, I won't. He should. No, I'm going to go for... This is obvious, but um, Ena Valencia's been great. Um, and yeah. Uh, and he's Six, been at the £16 million, pounds, you'd expect six, him to be. Oh, no, to be. I know that's, tell that to Mario. That, that's, what, <laughs> that's, that's why I said oh, it's dear. been obvious, but he's better to be. Um, a couple of reach out to him. Curtis Davis at Holes. Oh, he was good last season he, as well. Mm. Did he make your team last season? I think he made mine. He was... Was he a shout? Around, he, he was a shout. He was around it. Curtis Davis has continued. Thereabouts. He has. He, Curtis Davis has continued his very good form. I've, every time I've seen Burnley's Kieran Trippier play, he's always looked a handful. Yeah. A really um, good crosser and nice My Burnley basketball. theory is looking to have failed. I thought they'd be fine. Um, not yet, though, but they have not won a game. You can't really say that a Burnley player's been any good. Look oh, yeah, where no, they are. Is, they've yeah, really struggled. I thought, I thought they would have got a, a win on the like, board. I can't yeah. think of a player Chippy's in that bottom used. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams. Palace have got some good players. Now, the first player that sticks out to me as impressive this season is, like you said, Berahino at West Brom, and they are 13th. Anyone below that, that hasn't that stood rank, out. That doesn't rank a 25 million that everyone's linking him with. But these but things happen. No, 25 million now. has been very good this season. Good stuff. Um, we'll end it there. It's been very nice. Um, where do you think the table's going to change, Dan? Uh, I think it's going to invert completely and Burnley will finish champions. Good stuff. Uh, William Kajani, Southampton, can they finish second, third, fourth, fifth? Maybe sixth. I think they could go sixth. I think they could really squeeze and push Everton. Maybe Liverpool, Man United. Southampton out. can definitely squeeze and push all of those other sides, mm. but they need to first of all make it to January with a relatively fit squad because they could be some I mean they've played some tricky games didn't they Southampton it's not well, like they played some tricky games but they have a lot of I mean it's just because just going last week you were, you have not played anyone till Monday not Monday Sunday had you really not and you're really. in quite a poor place now I know you've got tricky fixtures to come um, okay well thanks for listening I've been Rory Bond and I've had Dan Burnett Tara. and I've had William Kajani Thank you very much. Khaled is actually currently in an intense unit now. Um, we don't want to say what William Kajani bought back from Calais because, you know, <laughs> this, that and the other. But Khaled was an unlucky one. Um, so we hope that he'll be cured soon and you'll see a press conference on Sky News shortly. Yes, indeed. Turn to Sky Channel 501 for all the latest on this condition. And you can also download the Sky News app by going to the app store and just typing in Sky News. Christ, what did Simon Thomas do to you when you went to visit the Sky Sports (laughs) app? He told me everything.